there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to uh, uh, La- Launch Speed. I'm right. Brendan, and I'm uh, I'm and, Brendan, and you're and you're Zach. Oh right, and you're Zach who didn't do laundry this week, so I, you're wearing all my clothes right now. Yeah, I was looking for that sweatshirt. Well, I can only do laundry when I'm here. Well, I can, I could do laundry at my apartment. You could. It's five bucks, man. Oh man, good thing you have a job. That doesn't mean I want to pay five dollars for laundry. How is it five? Is it is it two fifty per? Yeah. Wow. Two fifty for the washer. No, it's two seventy five for the washer and two twenty five. That the dryer. seems pricey. I know. I mean, after a hundred loads, you could buy, you could buy a washer. Right, but you're not allowed to put it in your apartment. What are they gonna do? I don't know. Yeah. Well. Anyways, uh, how's your Christmas? It was good. It was an excellent Christmas, dude. Having the Christmas in the middle of the week has just thrown me so hard for a loop. Yeah. Like I went to work on Thursday and I was like, dude, it's Monday. Like this sucks. It's not. <laughs> and you know, like two days. Yeah. And next week's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. Move yeah. Wednesday off. I'm not gonna take Tuesday off though, like I did, because there's no reason for me to have right. the day before New Year's off. There's also no reason for me to have New Year's off, but whatever. I'll hey take man, it. I'm not gonna complain. No, no, I no. get paid for it, so definitely yeah. not complaining. Yeah. Money, money's good. Money's good. <laughs> what, uh, what was the best thing you got? Best thing I got socks. Yeah. That sounds like I got really shitty gifts, but I just appreciate socks so much. Uh, you wear them pretty much every day. Not only that, but like with the like, you know how my feet are. Like they stink. They smell they to high heaven. There's stink. Just nothing you I can do about it. They just they're just wet all the time. So I like having a lot of socks, so I don't have to like one. I'll never wear the same pair without washing them because that's horrendous. Yeah, that's that's pretty normal. But like if like you know like when you like go to bed wearing a pair of socks. No, I don't go to bed wearing. A, do you wear socks when you go to sleep? Yes. No wonder your feet stink all the time. They have no time to breathe. <laughs> but I take my socks off in my sleep. But I won't put that. <laughs> That's not helpful. But I won't put those socks back on. Even if like I just showered, put those socks on, I won't put Like they're done. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, worn. of course. <laughs> That's just called hygiene. That's not hygiene. Don't wear dirty clothes. Don't wear your socks to bed. That's gr- No wonder your feet stink. What? They're in a they're in like their own little microbiome 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's cuz I wear boots all you the time. You probably have bacteria on your feet that no scientist has ever seen before. <laughs> Cut those boys off and take them to a lab. <laughs> it's just cuz I wear boots all day long. And you wear socks 20 20- Do you do you get home from work and keep those socks on? Wait, do you shower at night? Mhm. Okay. So I get home and I take my boots and socks off, put a brand new pair of socks on, shower, don't wear the socks I was wearing before I showered. So I go through like three pairs of socks. So after you shower, do you put socks on your damp feet? No. If my feet are wet, I do not put socks on. I, I didn't say wet, just damp. That's, you know how you can't like fully dry off? You don't, you don't you get to talk about that problem? You don't get completely dry when you dry off from a shower. You just don't put enough effort in then. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You're like, nah, dab here, dab here, and done. I mean, pretty dry, but your skin's still wet. damp. 
<laughs> no, damp ish. If my if I feel like my feet are moist in any way, I don't put socks on them. I just let them dry off at first and leave little footprints everywhere. <laughs> well, well, that that's something. So what were we going? You brought this all up because of my Christmas present and socks. Uh-huh, yeah, no, socks are a great Christmas present. One hundred percent. I got I got some nice pairs of socks this year. I'm super excited. You got me some dope boot socks, which mm-hmm. truly appreciate. And I also got some brand new Under Armour socks, so I can have little fuzzies all over my feet for the next two weeks. Oh yeah. That's the best. It is. Like I have these uh I have these black socks and when I first got them I, every time I would take them off it would just be like black stuff all over my feet. And it was wonderful. <laughs> it's any like if you if you have brand new socks you just find that black fuzz like everywhere cuz like you just like unconsciously track it everywhere as well. Mm. Casey got these nice blankets that are like real soft and like just uh, they're like fleece blankets, mm-hmm. but they're super soft. We washed one of them, and it was gray. And then we put it on the couch, and I like got up, and I was just covered in little gray balls of fuzz. I'm like, is what? that is that what was on my pants? Probably, yeah. Dude, I thought I was like, what the hell did these come from? It was it it was like the worst mm, fuzz Apocalypse. extraction <laughs> <laughs> that I've ever seen. It was pretty crazy. What about your what 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 was your favorite gift you got this year? It would have to be the the jacket that Casey got me. Casey got me a Carhartt jacket, which is just like a, a good old working jacket so that now that we're done working outside in the winter, <laughs> uh, now it's like a great jacket to be outside. Because that was something that I complained about, but I, I hadn't been like, I really want this jacket or anything. She was just like, you know, you wor- you're working outside a lot in the cold, and this is something that's really good. Because like if a nail catches my regular jackets, it'll rip it. And then it's like all the stuff's gonna fall out, and I'm not about that. This one's like it's probably not canvas, but it's like a canvas-like material at least, so it's not gonna rip if I catch a nail or something. And it's just super warm, very wind-resistant. Is it like tan, like the classic Carhartt? Okay. No, it's black because you know my brother has a, a tan jacket. Casey has a brown jacket. I wanted something different, so just gotta be special, don't yep, you? Gotta gotta be special. But you know what? The best Christmas gift that we received. What's what was being finished with the shed? <laughs> we don't have to. We no longer have to get up at the crack ass early morning of eight thirty, <laughs> and just the the worst part was just having cold hands. Okay, yeah. I hate working with cold hands because anything you touch, anything you like, smack your hand off, just hurts so badly. Yeah, I I wore gloves whenever we were working on stuff, which uh, limits my finger dexterity quite a bit. But it was worth it because my hands weren't cold all the time. Mine were. I wore gloves maybe like one day. Yeah. But we're done. It looks freaking fantastic. It looks really, really good. If I was to build another shed, I know exactly how I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lessons learned there. Yes. It was a huge learning experience. But I really appreciate Jay like trusting us. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. It was a lot of fun too. And it's good that he, he trusted us to go through with it. And I think yeah. it turned out really good. I mean, there's uh, there's like maybe two things that need to be done to really shore it up but it's it's nothing major and it it looks really good and yeah. it'll keep most of the rain out of that less than 150 square foot area <laughs> for permanent reasons we did the pettiest thing just cut off we cut off eight <laughs> square feet yeah to make it under permit size yeah yeah but then we roofed the original area so i i think we're back over covid doesn't matter no it one's did, gonna inspect it no it, it and it's probably up to interpretation. Yeah. Right. You don't count the extra bit of overhang on your house as square footage. I agree. 
but outdoor structures might be under a different uh, <laughs> set of rules there. So, otherwise, I'll just make a big like awning on the back of my house and be like extra fifty square feet. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> jabated. So yeah, that was really nice. Really nice being able to done that, being able to finish that, and there- being done with it. And he's going to get a lot of use out of it. I might get a lot of use out of it, too. There was something so satisfying about yesterday, like ending yesterday and packing everything up. Like, right before I got in my vehicle, I looked back and I was like, yes. Like, that looks... I'm very happy with what I like. What we've put there. I'm, I agree. I'm very I'm very excited about it. And I'm also I, very excited to have my Saturday. The and then I spun my tires in the road and just booked it. <laughs> Never looking back. Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. Next, next thing we build with him will be when there is a place to store tools and a power so we don't have to spend all the time hauling back and forth a generator a compressor and a miter saw and extension cords and everything that goes with it yep bunch of gas so it it will be grand the next time we have to work on that property but those were our likes of the last week yeah let's uh let's talk a little bit about our dislikes we both experienced one of these with the glass cutting yeah what a terrible method to cut glass it's the one that makes the most sense. It does. That doesn't make it a, you know, not fun though. Agreed. <laughs> so, I mean, the, so for those of you who don't spend all your time cutting glass, as most of you don't, uh, the way that really the way that you do it, unless you have a nice glass cutting machine, you score it and you snap it. So you, there's this little device that basically draws a line on the glass and you put pressure on the other side and you snap it at the crack. So you can, it's, it's difficult if you don't get a nice cut in it. Uh, then it doesn't break evenly. Or it shatters in your hands. Or, or it shatters. So <laughs> we tried to cut a couple pieces of glass last weekend, and most of them just broke randomly, like uh, not along the line, and then one of them just completely shattered. We had like, most of them will kind of like, we cut a wave pattern into them. Right. And what we ended up doing was, I ended up going back to Lowe's and or purchasing all the panes of glass and having them cut there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty awful. But it is—it was for a good cause, you know. The the sisterhood, the wow, the sisterhood. The, my sister's gift. Uh, we are making her a desktop greenhouse. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it doesn't suck. I mean, it's gonna—it's gonna be a, basically an aquarium with a wood border around it. You need to work on your chisel skills. That's what? What, that's what you need to do. What my you, chisel skills? You are made perfect. those holes. For the mortise and tenon, way bigger than they need to be. <laughs> you said it needs to be wider at the bottom than the top, so I widened that bitch out. All the way up to the top. <laughs> I left it. It was awful. Yeah, it was such a poor. But I've never worked with fine woodworking before. I've never chiseled in my life. Yeah. I'm just happy I didn't split the whole block in half. Well, you did, sort of. I tried. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> and I was like, hold on. Stop <laughs> that. going to be okay. Now stop. I did that to uh, something else that I'm making. I was chiseling it and close to the edge and this end piece just whoop, snapped off. I was like, I have to now mill a new piece of wood, but I just glued it back on. And no one will know, but <laughs> everyone listening to this. Is it the per- for someone who listens? Yeah. Good. Just know that your gift is imperfect. Tainted. Tainted. That's, yep, that's the word I would have looked for. Also, big dislike this week. Uh, I, my, one of my good friends got me a, a weightlifting belt because I always made excuses for not lifting heavy on legs because one legs suck. They never grow. I'm forever small in the calf department. 
Uh, but he got me a weight uh, weightlifting belt, and I finally deadlifted for the first time in like, two and a half years. That's a long time. And I went straight to like my previous weights. That's a terrible idea. I I've been hurting. You know better. I've been hurting so badly for the last like four days. I think I think I honestly tore something off of my pelvis. <sighs> well, y- you're not supposed to do that. I, it felt so easy at the time, though. I was like, man. Why did I never deadlift? Like this is this is easy and like you feel like you're getting a great workout. You're like sweating your balls off, and then you walk away and you realize you no longer know how to walk. You're gonna wait two weeks and you're gonna go back to it and it's gonna be way harder than it was before because you are still gonna be stiff. I am going to deadlift tomorrow. Actually, you are going to die. Hopefully, God willing, you're it comes spo- quickly. You're supposed to, and you know this. You're supposed to do lightweight and work back up to it over. You a period act of like a I went to weeks. school for something like this. I don't know that. All right, okay. <laughs> you're, you're, that was a bad idea. That was, that was a terrible idea. So I was. I wanted to encourage you as well to start. You know, hitting the legs a little more, man. I do twice a week. I think you should deadlift. I do. With what? How? Yeah. Dumbbells. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. You don't have to scrape your shins, though. Very true. I can. I have. <laughs> Mashed them. I think, I think that's the worst part about deadlifting is getting, like, true good form. You basically have to drag the bar up your shins. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Or I could just do what everyone else does and, like, kind of half-ass, like, the first pull. Yeah. And then it. when I get to the top, just drop it. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. That's what you have to do. Is yeah. you, you're not technically lifting any weight if you don't also drop the weight. It's like it's kind of like CrossFit. You know, first rule about CrossFit is tell everyone you know you do CrossFit. Yes. But with weightlifting, the first rule about weightlifting is drop the weight. Right. You have to let everyone know you are picking heavy things up and then letting them free fall to earth. Lifting is not picking up and putting down. It's picking up and dropping. Agreed. 100%. Anyone who has ever been to a gym with frat guys like yourself <laughs> probably knows that. Man, there's this short dude. I don't know if he still goes to that gym. This like ripped short dude. Oh, he would always pick up weight no matter what he was doing and throw it down. He also screamed a lot. Yeah, like it was. I'm overcompensating for my height. <laughs> it was unfair though because he only had to lift it like six inches off the ground for it to count. <laughs> yeah, there's someone who said for that. Yeah, uh, dude, I, I just deadlifting's no fun. Outside of the fact that you deadlift to let everyone know how much you can deadlift. But but if you don't deadlift, you're never going to look like Henry Cavill. I know. My calves, I'm going to, what's going to happen is my quads are going to blow up and my calves are still going to be the same like 10 inches around in circumference and it's going to look, I'm just going to look horrendous. Well, not much will change. But speaking of Henry Cavill, <laughs> <laughs> we finished The Witcher. And- Season one. Yes, season one. <laughs> and it is so good. I stand by my better than Game of Thrones statement. I stand by it. I will stand by it. I will stand by your statement and then one up it by saying it's better than the best like scene g- episode of Game of Thrones easily. Cuz yeah. there's always like uh out of like the whole series like one episode that's like that was like the best episode I've ever watched. I think Game of Thrones uh does not compare to The Witcher. Right. In any category. So I was uh talking to someone and they said that the critics are kind of bashing The Witcher. But the people, normal people, love it. And I I want to take a huge step here 
And so, so bear with me for a second. We were watching this show uh, called Jeff Goldblum Explains Everything or The World According to Jeff Goldblum, I think it was. And he was doing this thing about, he was talking about happiness and, you know, Christmas and what it, you get dopamine, you know, when you're getting gifts. But it peaks right before you open the gift, which okay. is a little bit, a little bit, you know, kind of not how you expect, a little ironic because it's not the gift. It's the anticipation of getting the gift that makes you excited, that makes you really, you know, literally happy. And Game of Thrones was about seven years of anticipation as more or less not much happens in the majority of the seasons. And then something kind of happens in the last episode that really makes you anticipate the next season. And so I think that people like Game of Thrones because of how slow it is. <laughs> what? What a comparison. What a... I'm not, I'm not sure I... I follow, but I, I'm not sure I agree. I think people like Game of Thrones because it was like the first episode, first you know, series that was like that. It was Lord of the Rings ish, but as a TV series. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I agree with that either. But like <laughs> in se- ep- scene one, episode one, season one, they they put this little inkling of an idea into your head, and then that, in my my opinion, should have been. Like the main story, and it kind of was a lot of the the storyline with uh the White Walkers, and that is just building and building and building, and then it it, it releases in the final season if you haven't watched it. Which, uh. but that that is pure anticipation, and I think that that that's one of the things that people really liked about it, whether they acknowledge it or not, was just the amount of anticipation there was with Game of Thrones. If I could put Game of Thrones as a present, it's like the biggest box under the tree and you were just like, that is like what you asked for. Like that was the gift. That was like the golden moment. And you like opened all your other presents first because you're like trying to save the best for last. And you get to the box and you pick it up and it weighs so heavy. And you're like, yes, it's it's fantastic. And you unwrap it and it's like super hard to unwrap because some a-hole was like, here's, you know, I'm going to make it challenging. And you get more and more excited. When you finally get it open, they put two 45-pound plates in it and a gift card to Olive Garden. <laughs> it's just a big old box of disappointment that being said game of thrones is still really good yes but i don't think that it's fair to even compare witcher to game of thrones because they're different they're very different they're they both are you know fantasy tv shows with high production that are well done but the witcher in my mind is just way better yeah it's there, not- there's so much more action there's so much more story. There's so much more that you don't know, which is like, is this going to get explained? I don't know. I thought the way they told the storyline in the first season was the most interesting way I've ever seen backstory built. Yeah, I agree. Uh, without going into too many details, it was a little confusing. But once you kind of figure out that the timelines are the, different, not everything is on the same timeline then it makes sense and you're like wow that's cool and then you yeah know, they may or may not converge <laughs> <laughs> spoilers would super recommend anybody watching the witcher who hasn't already but so they've actually uh, it was released on december 20th which is a little upsetting we finished it in eight days meaning there are assuming december 20th release date next year 357 days until <laughs> the witcher comes out again uh but they renewed it for season two on November 24th, I think. 
They so they just knew it a was gonna, month before they're, they're it like, even premiered. It's gonna be confident. Like we're we got this yeah. in the bag. And they're so right. It was so good. And that's exciting. But the showrunner for The Witcher, who's uh someone who I can't remember her name or what she did, but she's done some other stuff and uh they specifically sought her out for the show because they thought she would do a good job. She already has plans through season seven. Let's go. Yeah, so there could be at least seven seasons of The Witcher, which is so exciting. I really hope that they don't take a year and a half between seasons like certain other <laughs> high-budget shows did. Also, it doesn't seem like, they, like they're like they not building to a climax, The Witcher. I think that's why I enjoy it so much because it's it, it feels like you're just sitting there and watching a story unfold, but you don't know you don't know where it's going. It's just an interesting tale. Hey, yeah. That's, but the Game of Thrones, something. like you expected it to come to a peak. You know, it was a, it was a fight for the throne, and so it had to all come down to you know one person sitting on the throne, or however it ended. I'm not going to ruin it for people who haven't finished it. But you you knew what the end game was for Game of Thrones. We have no idea what The Witcher's going to. It's just interesting tales and stories of Geralt of Rivia having a blast. The Butcher of Blaviken. <laughs> Gosh, man. The White Wolf. The White Wolf. Such, such, a, such a good show. It really brings the magic to a world that I only experienced in one game. Yeah. That was just phenomenal. It's a bit racy. It is literally racist. And... <laughs> uh, was a little crass and it's not, but brutal. It's not, it's not racist to like black and white. Like, yeah, okay. it's racist it might be to nationalist creatures. or to creatures. Yeah, and people from other nations, right? And people that are short dwarves, you <laughs> might call them, <laughs> and elves. So it it is uh, it's it's got a lot of you know brutish and nasty things in it. But it it's it's I'm just so excited. We can stop talking about it now. <laughs> We can stop talking about it. Oh, can we? You know the guy who wrote it was Polish? No, I did not. And uh, Did he write it in Polish? That's a good question. I don't know. The studio that produced the game was Polish as well. They did a good job. I'll give it to them. And, uh, Excellent work. I, I can't remember. Have we talked about this on the podcast? The The guy who wrote the books sold the rights to the story for very, very little of the game because he was like, this isn't going to be successful. When we first introduced The Witcher as a TV show, we talked about it. Okay. All right, fair. <laughs> well, hey, it's written on books, so you know the story's got to be at least somewhat cohesive. One would hope. Books that have already been written, might I add. <laughs> so <laughs> they're not going to have to leave it up to the the imagination of people who don't know what the crowd wants. They're not going to take the Harry Potter where you just add details in after the book's been written? Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Speaking of things that we have watched this week, you've, you watched Six Underground. Yes. You were telling me about it. Uh I think you're the one who recommended it to me. I'm not sure. I I put it on here. I put it on this list, and you just said you started it. So I yeah. don't know if you saw it here or if yeah. you saw it somewhere else. No, I saw it here, and then I, I went to watch it. Okay. I It was super late when I started it, so I, I didn't make it through. But it seemed like a really classic Ryan Reynolds. Like He's like really embraced his character Yes, as Deadpool. It felt like he's just a rich Deadpool this time. L- well, a little bit. A little bit, uh, but the reason I put it on here did did you get any sort of did it take you back to any other kind of movie that you had watched before? Did it remind you of any other movie? Uh, Mission Impossible. Okay. Anything else? Franchise? Any other movie franchise? Like Fast and Furious? Yes, that's what I thought. 
I think they're building this. This is a Netflix Netflix original. Ryan Reynolds is is the main dude. I think they're building this up to be the next Fast and Furious. No way. There's a one point in the movie, and he was like, "There are seven targets." You know, they without going into too much detail, they're basically vigilantes, sort of. Okay. In a non superhero world, sort of vigilantes, but there's like there's seven targets, and he rips the um, rips the thing off the first guy, and that is the guy the whole movie's about. Okay. I think there's going to be six more of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, it was really entertaining. I, I I really do like the uh, starting out the movie with a 15-minute car chase. Dude, that's the only part I really watched was the car chase and, like, the introduction of characters. And I lo- the car chase was super entertaining. But, like, I've realized that I've become critical and crotchety in my old age. <laughs> and, like... The whole thing was ruined for me because, like, the car was getting shot up, and then in the next scene, it was brand spanking new with no bullet holes in it. And then, like, the following close-up scene, there's the bullet holes. Or, like, they lost a mirror in one part of the, the drive. A car, like, swiped their mirror off, and, like, they even showed the slow-mo of the mirror getting removed from the car. And then the next scene, it's got both mirrors again. I so just... I didn't even notice that. And I was looking for stuff like that, and I still didn't Go notice it. Go rewatch it because that scene will piss you off. Because it's just so much happens to the vehicle, and at the end... Then it gets ruined. At the, it, it the the camera works a bit shaky there. Yes, uh, and that's really my only complaint with the entire movie is that first fifteen minute car chase, which I thought was a really good car chase, really interesting, and not you know driving twenty eight miles down a <laughs> runway, trying to catch up to a plane. I thought it, I thought it was well done. Yes, I I will say it it the. Uh... The overall scene was entertaining, and it definitely served its purpose. Just some of the production, I didn't like. Wouldn't have picked an Alfa Romeo as a getaway car, though. Uh, no, I'm surprised it even started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good-looking car, though. A lot of good-looking so, good cars in that film. So if you were to give it a, you know, between, like, two thumbs up and, like, five stars, where does it sit? Wow, that's a really nice rating scale there. <laughs> Wait, two thumbs down to five stars. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> Do you think it was the best movie ever or the greatest movie ever? Yeah. <laughs> where where you put it on your scale? I mean, I give it I give it a solid four stars. It's not going to win any awards probably, uh, but the acting was good, the filming was good. You know, with the exception of the, the bit shaky, you know, uh, born. <laughs> oh, not the born game. <laughs> born a uh, car chase there. Besides that, it was really good, really entertaining. But I I'm really curious to see if they're gonna make you know another six movies i hope there's there's something to be said for the fast and furious doing what they did i they did keep a pretty good viewership but at the end like it was kind of excessive i thought they ended the series like three times and then they just coming out kept coming out with more movies yeah they even lost their main main guy spoilers and they're like let's well he's dead in real life (laughs) it's not a spoiler he's just gone it's a spoiler if you haven't seen the Seen the all of them. <laughs> Some of those movies were pretty bad, though. Yeah, actually, most of them were really bad. They were entertaining, though. That was that. That's that is what I'm talking about. Six Underground strikes me as that style of movie, but better. That's what you less bad. You're making me. You're making my hopes high for the rest of this movie when I get finally get a chance to finish it. Then you're gonna be really disappointed if I if I've raised your hopes. Oh no, that high. Then you're gonna be disappointed. Oh good. Well. I like Ryan Reynolds, so I doubt I'll be hyped, very critical of his movie. Yeah, I really like him. He he always plays really good roles. He's a little bit typecast into 
like deadpan, flat humor, sarcastic, witty guy. Yeah. But, you know, I'm okay with that. (laughs) He does it well. He does a pretty good job at it. And I I watched an interview with him the other day. It was was a Top Gear interview, so it wasn't like anything crazy. But he's like, he appears to be that way in real life. That kind of deadpan, witty, funny guy that... Have you seen the commercials for uh, his vodka or no, his gin gin? Thank you. His gin between him and Hugh Jackman. Uh, Not that one. No. The, so like him and Hugh Jackman are like getting this like rivalry going on. They're like bashing each other. Like, I don't know if it was set up or whatnot, but like they said they're like going to call a truce and they made each other's advertisements. And Ryan Reynolds plays this like super heartwarming, touching commercial for Hugh Jackman's. Uh, I forget what product he's selling, but then Hugh Jackman's just like Ryan Reynolds is an asshole, <laughs> <laughs> and this and he like pours out like he's this is the way to enjoy the gin, and he just like pours it out on the table, <laughs> and then it like cuts. And he's like, oh, I didn't I didn't think you were actually serious about this being a truce. That's really funny. Uh, so there was a commercial, for, you know, Peloton, the indoor exercise bike that like has a screen on it so you can do exercise biking in the comfort of your own house yeah, with so other people. You, you can be a recluse, but then also subject yourselves to other people. Sure. If you want to put it like that. <laughs> so you know of the bike. Yeah. Uh, there was a commercial. I, it probably wasn't last year. It was probably a couple months ago that uh, this guy in the commercial got his wife or girlfriend or whatever it was a Peloton. And the internet took that and ran with it. They're like, "What are you saying? She's fat?" And like, and uh, some some of the commercial, they were like, "Oh, she looks like she's scared, like she's being abused or something." You like have that. to ride this bike. So Ryan Reynolds took the actress from that commercial <laughs> and put her in his gin commercial, and she's sitting there at the bar, like like dead. And her <laughs> friends are like, "It's okay, he's not here. You're safe." <laughs> and they're drinking his gin and I, that's hilarious he just took it and ran with it and that that's really clever that is really funny ryan reynolds if you want to you know be a guest on our podcast we will gladly take you absolutely and let us know how deadpool 3 is going which is coming it's <laughs> oh, coming it is they're doing a deadpool 3 heard it here first oh did we yes you're right this is the first time i'm hearing this <laughs> <laughs> second one wasn't as good as the first one agreed but so entertaining yes once again, Ryan Reynolds does entertaining movies. We're not going to go with their... Except for Green Lantern. That movie sucks. We shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> We're just not going to talk about Green Lantern. That just That's like the child in the basement that you just kind of ignore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Harry Potter? How well did that work for his family? He wasn't in a basement, though. Okay. They stuffed him under the stairs. Didn't yes. you ever read in the closet books? under the stairs, yes. You're a wizard, Harry. Yes, was it yes, before yes. or after he was gay? <laughs> before that he came out after, of the closet it was after the books were written and the movies were made that he turned out to be gay the whole time <laughs> like the sixth sense he was gay the whole time <laughs> bruce willis will have some words with jk Rowling. oh yeah wait i wasn't dead i was just gay <laughs> <laughs> that movie would have had a very different feel if it was like i can see gay people <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know where to go with this at all. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rip us right into the this thing that I saw this week that I thought was hilarious. It may be old news. In fact, it is 100% old news. <laughs> but I saw it this week. It was hilarious. 
Uh, there was a guy, Dmitry Agarkov. I take it he's from Georgia. He's from Russia, believe it or not. So the bank, uh, they advertised a 12.9% credit rate. He was like, okay. So he applied, got a credit card, and it ended. the contract they sent to him ended up being 45%. He was like, I'm not having this. So he did a bunch of crap or whatever and modified the contract to make it 0%, sent it back to the bank. They didn't read it. They gave him the, the deal. So he used his card for two years with a 0% interest rate. And they sued him for all the interest that he didn't pay. Right. And he was like, hmm, it's in the contract. And I think that was dismissed. And he countersued for $750,000, which was what he wrote in the contract. If you try and cancel this contract, you owe $750,000 in fines. Got him. Got him. Unfortunately, it, it's, it was pretty much a joke. He, he sent it back to prove the point that banks do the same thing to people. And yeah. he did that to the banks. The banks, they write these contracts that nobody really truly reads. And he was like, I'll do that back to you. And so he he did drop the suit and he he paid off his balance minus the interest that he owed, which was like $1,500. And uh, hilarious. I wonder if banks are now like more weary. Like I like I really want to go get a credit card and then change the contract and send it back to them. So this was Russia and I believe in 2008. So, yeah, I bet banks are a little bit more on the ball. I, you, you'd like to think that, but, like, <laughs> I bet they aren't. I don't know. You could try. The worst that happens is I get a credit card that I don't have to use. True. The, the worst <laughs> that happens is you get sued for trying to... Uh, I don't know why I'd be sued for changing the contract. There's, that's, not, that's not a suable point. It's not like I forced them to sign it. It's interesting. I, it could be fraudish. Why? It's not like I hit it. If I just put it in like pr- the same print and just change like two or three clauses or just add two or three clauses in, hmm. I don't see how th- it's not fraudulent because I'm not hiding it. I, I guess. We're doing it. The Launch Speed Podcast. I'm is not. It. You're welcome to. You're, why I'm not? not? I'm not going to touch that you fish. Got, you can't live in the shadows the rest of your life, Brendan. <laughs> A shadows of what? My greatness. <laughs> <laughs> you can join me. <laughs> this sounds like a path to the dark side. It really does. Uh, we have cookies, though. Mm. Speaking of the dark side, uh, Star Wars debuted last week, and it only did $171 million at the box office, which is, I think, one of the lowest Star Wars ever. And this past weekend, it dropped 70%. Dropped off 70%. Well, because everyone who went and saw it, you know, the fanboys were like, wow, this movie's terrible, because that's what happened... That's why I'm not going to go see it. I, I planned on going to see it in theaters because it is a great like atmosphere to watch like that kind of movie, that sure. sci-fi movie. Sure. But two of my good friends who are big Star Wars fans were like, don't go. Don't watch it. If you never watch that movie, you're never missing out on anything. I, I heard from some people that if you don't really like Star Wars, then it's good. Oh, Does that no. make sense? Yes. That means they just pandered to the public. Which is what I've heard, you know, our two two and a half hours of crowd pleasing. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. See, I don't. I wouldn't consider myself a Star Wars fanatic or fanboy or whatever. Like I, I hadn't watched any of the Star Wars movies probably between two thousand and five and two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Right. 
I, I took a long break from Star Wars and I was like, hey, yeah, Star Wars, good movies, whatever. And then I watched, you know, the Disney ones and, and I, I would not call myself a, a fanboy. But you like you Star say. Wars for the reason why it's Star Wars, not because it's a sci-fi thriller. I like Star Wars because the story's good and interesting and the characters are fun. Yes. And in episode, God, what is it? Uh, four, five, six, seven. Episode seven, the first Disney movie. I was like, okay, you know, throwback nostalgia, whatever. Episode eight, I was like, that was a terrible story. It's an awful <laughs> storyline, and it, I really kind of wrote it off because, yeah, sure, there were some funny parts. Uh, you know, there were some things that kind of stuck with me. It was it was mildly entertaining. The story in parts was okay, but there were there was a, an entire like forty five minute scene that made me want to just get up and blow my brains out. <laughs> it's a little drastic. A little dramatic. I I think it would be fair though. That scene was pretty pretty god awful. It was just it was just terrible and so it didn't I, advance the plot. I asked for the cliff notes of the movie. I didn't ask for spoilers because in case I do happen to go see it, I don't I don't want the ending ruined for me. I That's do. fair. But they they said that if you need cliff notes, this is the way it goes. They do something and then they deliver the exposition for why it happened. <laughs> and they do that for two and a half hours. They don't. They don't do anything logical. They just exposition it. Like they land somewhere on a planet. And they're like, oh, look, we landed happenstance right next to where we need to be. Oh, and now no. we're going to go do this. And we just did this. So now we're like, that's how apparently that's how the lines are delivered is like, if then not if then statements, then and now statements. So that I, I'm not quite ready to write the movie off, but the chances of me paying the seat are now way below zero. <laughs> They were already at zero. Now, now someone would have to pay you to go watch it in theaters. Pretty much, yeah. So I, I would, I would, uh, I will watch it for free at some point. Yeah, I've got the Disney Plus when it, when it inevitably gets there in a week because it did so freaking awful in box. I mean, as 171, I don't know what the budget was, but 171 million is still pretty significant. I bet it didn't make budget. I don't know. You know what? We just happen to have computers here. <laughs> Hit me with the budget of the Star Wars film, the newest one. Uh, rise, the Rise of Skywalker. The budget was two hundred seventy-five million. Told you. So it looks like so far the movie's made three hundred sixty-eight million. That's annoying. So it's above budget, uh, but it's one of a one of only a handful of movies to lose a hundred million dollars in revenue between the opening weekend and the following weekend, because apparently it's very rare. I mean, yeah, I guess because you get you get all like the hardcore fanboys in the first week, and then the second week you expect you know the general audience to show up, and they didn't. They're like, yeah, everyone told us it sucked, so we're not gonna come. Yeah, well, that and the dis the trending disappointment of the last two movies. Mm -hmm. While Star Wars may have been a huge disappointment to at least the fanboys, uh, the Mandalorian is still somehow popular. They've been renewed now. Now they're the season's finished airing. They've been renewed for a second season. My entire Christmas consisted of talking about the Mandalorian. Really? When I went when I went over a, a friend's house, that's that's mostly what they talked about at first was Baby Yoda and how like how much you know his wife and daughter love Baby Yoda, and it's just like that show sucks if the best character is one that doesn't talk. Uh, yeah, something to be said for that. And they, it's weird that they didn't do an effective job merchandising it. Like, the merchandise, I don't think, is going to be out until March. Uh, apparently, they did not expect Baby Yoda to be that popular. That wasn't their, like, that wasn't their goal for marketing. Was Yeah, sure. 
dead serious, man. Because all of the shirts, all like the graphic tees that have Baby Yoda are all just, uh, you know, they're copyright infringements. Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely. So uh, apparently, uh, St- Disney was being real hard about anyone showing the Baby Yoda at all in the first couple weeks of the show. They were just like nixing everything on Twitter. Yeah, they, they took everything down. And it's pretty crazy. Eventually, I'll finish it. Eventually, I'll finish it. But I'm not. I don't think it's going to be all that good. No, I, I don't actually plan on finishing The Mandalorian. And it has nothing to do with, you know, being a Star Wars fan. It's just I don't think that it's terribly interesting. Yeah, that's that's about where I stand. I, I like Star Wars. I like I like the the universe that it plays out in. But The Mandalorian has effectively bored me to death. I did read that the last episode was the best. So you could just skip a couple episodes probably and be just as wise. I mean, honestly, if you watch the first and second episode, you can probably skip the third, second, and fourth. And that's as far as I've got. But I thought we got the five. I don't remember. We'll watch. I, I'll I'll watch it. I'll watch it without you. I'll, I'll let you know if it's yeah. worth finishing. Give me give me the heads up. Yeah, I, I'll do that. But it, while that was disappointing, uh, what do you have to look forward to this coming year? This coming year? You mean in the next decade? Yeah, this is the brand new <laughs> decade. So getting old. I am going to look forward to, since I play mostly video games in my free time, and by mostly, I mean outside of going to the gym, that's all I do, Mm -hmm. uh, I will start streaming. Oh, yeah? I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to hop on the train super late, but... Very... Are you going to do Mixer or Twitch? I'm going to do Twitch because... Dude, but Ninja's on Mixer. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Ninja, the most famous streamer of all time. Yeah, besides that guy, uh, there's no one else on Mixer. Uh, but no, I, I wanted to stream because I've become really involved with uh, the, the streaming community. and With a streamer in not, the streaming well, community? His community. His community. So there's now like... So you're just mooching off his success? So there's like six or seven streamers that I actively participate like as a mod. I don't know how that happened. I suddenly started getting mod status everywhere. And they are encouraging me to stream because they're like, it would be fun. You're the only person who stays and plays up, like plays super late. Like none of us feel like streaming that late. So you should do it. So this is just going to absolutely demolish your already bad sleep schedule. Oh, it's going to tear it into pieces. Great. Make sure, make sure that it does affect your work (laughs) at your job. (laughs) It won't. Cause so I can stream till two o'clock in the morning and be no better or worse than what I currently do. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, go for it, man. What are you going to stream? I don't want to stream Fortnite, but that seems to be the most pop- still the most popular stream. Well, do do what it is that you want to do. So, we're we're I what I want to do is stream us doing co-op Halo. Okay. Yeah, we do that. Nick and I played a couple co-op Halo missions, and it was probably the most fun I've had playing video games in a very long time. Wow. I don't know how many I times I don't know how many times praise. we murdered each other. <laughs> <laughs> Lots. Does this game have friendly fire? Only one way to find out. Well, we put on a skull that if one of us died, it restarted the mission. That sounds miserable. We restarted so many times. We only beat two missions in like four hours. That sounds so annoying. So at the very end, like there's a there's he was in a ghost, and I was just like walking up the street, and he just freaking splattered me, and then he was like. Oops. Oh no! Like he didn't mean to. He just, I just like walked out in front of it and just got hit, and we had to restart again. That no, I I, I take it back. <laughs> I'm not gonna participate. In yes, that. you are. 
<laughs> what else? What else this year? Uh, or we can keep we can keep talking about this. If you no, want. no, 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 no. Uh, what else this year for me? Yeah. Uh, hopefully I buy a second vehicle. Okay. That is that is my end goal. That's the end game. No, it's not. I hopefully have my own house at the end of the year. At the end of the year. So Ooh. my lease is up in November. Yeah. So I hopefully will move into a permanent resident in December of next year. Wow. That's uh, ambitious. It is. It'll be a piece. It'll be a big old POS. But thank the Lord, I'm capable of, you know, remodeling myself. Capable, but are you willing? I mean, is it possible? Yeah. No. <laughs> is it gonna happen? No. no. <laughs> but is there any chance that that you might be? No. <laughs> I I hate you. It it uh yeah so we thought about doing that we thought about getting a house that was not that good and a fixing it up while we live in it you know it, it, that's a good you know starter home kind of thing and we also thought about building a house either hiring someone to build a house or building it with our own two hands because I have the resources and the knowledge to make that happen and then we were like mm, no that's 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 just too <laughs> much work and they because it's like my parents built their house by hand and it was every single day after work until you go to bed every single weekend from when you get up to when you go to bed. That would really cut in my stream schedule. It would. It would. I, and you wouldn't have to go that hard. But, I mean, do you have the time? Do I have the time? To make a fixer-upper? Yes. Do I have the will? No. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you? So, we are stepping into the new decade. You know, we're going to be seeing 2020 how many other shitty memes can I fit into this little segment right here? New year, new you. Exactly. 10-year challenge. Stop it. Are we done with it? Oh, I thought you wanted more. No, I don't. Okay. What, what about you? What what's, What is your goals for next year besides getting in shape? Uh, It like would be that. Basic white bitch you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new year, new me. <laughs> I, I, I want to be the person that I feel like I should be. You know, I'm going to go to the gym all the time. I'm going to run on the treadmill. Is that why you got the James Charles poster hanging in your room? Who? Just look him up after the podcast. I don't even understand the joke. Uh, so I, I want to get the title of the job that I'm currently doing. That's a good goal. I like it. I'm currently doing the job, but I want the title that goes with it. Does it come with a salary increase? Uh, I could probably, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hold my employers at hostage until they give it to me. Fair enough. Because I'll be like, hey, I should be earning this much more than I currently am. And so either you give it to me, give it to me or I leave. And then this particular section of the government doesn't like you. <laughs> and they'll stop hiring people from your company <laughs> and give me the money. Give me the money. Money, 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 money. Fair enough. I mean, no, but that's like, it's good that you have a stranglehold on your position. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it'll work out one way or the other. It'll work out. I uh, I I'm excited for that. It's gonna happen for sure. I'm going to talk my way into the job. There, you know, there's two ways to <laughs> the traditional way to get a job is to wait for an opening and apply it. But this might just work. <laughs> it's so diabolical. They'll Are you going to get a third dog? Suspect it. No, uh, two is plenty. Two is like half a dog too many. <laughs> what? This, the the puppy will calm down. That I'm also excited for. Yes. I'm I'm super. Any other goals outside of work for you? Excited for that. I, I wanted, 
I want to spend more time doing things that have like lasting effects. So like making things in the garage, woodworking, you know, getting my my play area set up to the point where it's really easy to keep it clean. You know, throw out all the trash in the closet. Yeah, because I still have the boxes that these mics came in just sitting in the closet of my study. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, I'm going to, you know, glue my or not glue, screw my table together because right now it's two separate pieces. Yeah. And I, I want to make it one separate one single piece. So you want to just make your footprint in life a little bigger this just year? Just a little bit bigger. You know, I, I want to make sure that uh, I'm doing everything I can to get to keep everything in order. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, that mostly just means spending less time playing video games. But it's it's also going to be easier once the dog calms down a little bit. Yeah. That's the real big preventative thing. That's the reason I, I kind of stopped working out because I couldn't just leave Casey alone to be tortured <laughs> the entire time I was downstairs working out. You could have your dog work out with you. you ha- there's sort of. When, when I'm pushing up, you know, a couple hundred pounds and he's pawing my face, kind of hard. I think the problem solves itself, though, there. One or one way or the other, one of you is gone. <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said for that. Not a lot to be said. There's something. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, why? Why do your goals have to always be like? Did you like like Zach answered kind of shallowly? Let me just one up him with some depth here. I just, I, I, I always try to be better than I am. And me. Then better than you. <laughs> and I'm gonna beat that song on Beat Saber on Expert Plus. I'm gonna do that. Dude, let's not let's not just keep rubbing in all your achievements in life that are better than mine. <laughs> we do this weekly podcast. I'm gonna wash people. my car at least once a year. Uh, well, that would actually be worse than me. But go ahead. Hey, better than I currently. That's am. true. I you need to wash the truck, man. No, it's a truck. That's not an answer. Hold up. This is going to be a last segment here. This is the last discussion we're having about vehicle maintenance. Why do you not wash your truck? It's a truck. That's not an answer. I I bought a truck so that it could do things that a, another vehicle cannot do. That includes going in the mud, hauling things. And, you know, a consequence of doing things with the vehicle are it gets dirty. But you can clean it. You can. It, they have these wonderful things called hoses, and you can just spray it down. What would you think if you went over to somebody's house and they were like, I ride my dirt bike all the time, literally every day. And you go over there and that thing is spotless. You'd be like, you're a liar. No. You're a poser. So what you you need to get the image that you use this truck hard. It's part of it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm dirt. Like what's really is, is like you're like, oh, I ride. You know, I take that thing off road every weekend. I just get it every all muddy. Weekend. And it got muddy like one time. And you've just like, yeah, every weekend. Yep. I, wa- I wash mm-hmm. it and this is what it looks like. I will say it doesn't actually look that dirty because it no. is a color that hides dirt well. It does still, it still looks good. It just. It could look better. I was raised in a household where if you didn't wash your vehicle, you're a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I have not washed my other car in, I don't even want to think about how long it's been. Uh, you washed it when I sold the Corolla. Yeah, it was whenever that was. That it's was a been while. a while. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was uh, the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. That car looks dirty. Yeah. It does. It but does. I just wanted to like, I think for your new year resolution, it should be to wash your vehicles more than one time in the year. Yeah, uh-huh, for sure, yeah. That doesn't mean totally. to wash them one week and then wash them the next week and be like, I'm on a good roll here and then never wash them again. Hey, that that is more than one time in a year. <laughs> and that's improvement. I do, I must say, I hate washing cars in the winter. 
That that is a pretty miserable task. Yes, awful. Especially if you get wet, then you're just wet and really cold. Yeah. And washing a car, and it's just gonna, especially if it's in the snow season, it's just gonna be salty another week. It's nice that they've started doing the the saline solution on the roads around what? here. Are you being are you being satirical right now? It's it's nice in the fact that once it's dry, it doesn't really get on your car that much. When it's wet, you're basically driving a salt mine. Yes. I was just about to say, because the only time they put it down is when they expect snow. And what the worst is, it rains and it doesn't snow at all. And you're just driving around in a saline concentration that literally makes your custom. Like, like if you drove it for an extra hour, the bottom would rust out. <laughs> <laughs> you would just be sitting on the ground holding a steering wheel attached to a transmission. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But when it's dry... When it's dry, it's fine. And then it, it's one, you know, rain, whatever, to wash it off. So as long as you don't drive then. That reminds me of something that irritates me. Believe it or not, there's another thing in that life. Oh, my that. gosh. Let's hear it. So I never understood people who drove behind salt trucks with all the salt falling out. And, like, you can hear it hitting your car. It makes me nuts. What I really don't get is when they're doing the saline solution now, people tailgate that. And that is just asking for your car to not work tomorrow morning. It's because people don't know any better, nor do they care. It says don't follow within like 200 feet of this vehicle. Maybe they don't have a good grasp of what 200 feet is. Some people <laughs> are really bad at spatial reasoning. I swear, the spider was this big. The spider was that and big. Then, and then I, I turned around and I looked back and it was this. I'm, I'm spreading my arms out all the way. Because that it gets closer. <laughs> <laughs> it was the size of a dinner plate 500 feet away, but now it's the size of a football field when it's right on your face. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, good, it's a good spot to end. I, I will concede. You're right. You will. Thank you, guys. For joining us on, I don't even know what kind of adventure this was. I I don't either. Uh, Happy New Year. Forewarning, there may or may not be a podcast next week. But we will definitely see you next year. Got the dad joke in. Uh. Let's go. (laughs) Love you all.